goes for you, Kobe. Ah, Kobe. 24 seconds of silence. That's tough. 24 seconds is longer than you think. It really is. When you're Good sitting there night. just like, I was like, man, everybody's going to turn this off. <laughs> like, is this thing working? Is the volume turned on? So they're going to turn it all the way up? And it's going to be like, ah, right in their face. <laughs> man, yeah, man. I wonder who was like, well, well, this shit's not working. I hit play. I don't hear anything. I hit, it's 24 seconds. Oh, now I get I it. it. <laughs> Recipes, Kobe, We man. took a shot clock violation just for Kobe and his daughter, Gigi. Man. That was a tragedy, dude. It's fucking sad. I wasn't ready for it because me and my dad had had a conversation about Kobe uh, like four or five hours before that. And I was like, Dad, did you see that LeBron just passed him? And he goes, no, I didn't see him. My mom got into it. And then as soon as I got home, that's when I read the news. And I had to call him. I was like, Dad, you won't believe it. You have been a Kobe hater for years. Why is he so good? I used to have to show you clips videos and no talk. i was a lebron hater no kobe yeah. hater no i was like you remember the time kobe scored 80 plus points in a game you're like hated it 81 <laughs> yes yes 1981 <laughs> <laughs> now i've always loved kobe kobe's always been the man he was just always just too damn good and that's all I've got to say about that. We're going to get off of it now. People come here to get away from hey, all the shit. Guys and the car listeners. CD book. This is Dale. And I'm Gene. We are we're back. We're back. With a new episode. Uh, we are changing it up on you. I don't you're going to get a new episode when we feel like giving you a new episode. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you can message me on uh, <laughs> on Instagram. What a plug. And I'm Unhinged Pierce. I'm unhinged all the time. Yeah, uh, that's about right, though. <laughs> if you know this guy, whew. You're listening to Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. What we do is we uh, have a massive collection of CDs. I mean, we've done 40-plus episodes, and we haven't even... <laughs> broke the barrier. Yeah, we're not 15% close. through the, t- the CDs we have. It's silly, man. It's... And we keep buying more. Yeah, you do. I do. <laughs> I didn't buy a CD, the newest CD I got that I took, well, Slipknot and Killswitch at the same time. I got Atonement yeah, that's and right, you did. Slow Away Firth. That was a year ago. It's last year in August, September, something like that. The next, I don't even know the next one I'm going to get. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. There really is. I'm still waiting on that Jamie Joss album to drop. Incubus has a new single coming out Friday. Our Love, I think is what it's called. Looks crazy. It's got a nice riff at the beginning of it. It's catchy already. But what we do is flip through our CD book, we put it in, and we talk about how we got it, why we got it, why we've kept it, what it means to us, life events that it reminds us of, or tough and tragic moments that the music pulled us through. Your boy here, Gene, not you, Dale. Um, <laughs> it's not about you. It's going through some. <laughs> it's going through some hard times, and I'm gonna need to rely on the music. To get me through, I've been playing a lot of vinyl a lot more lately, and it's been so much so nice, dude. I need a new needle, but it's been so nice uh, to play some vinyl. His Tinder account is Unhinged <laughs> 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 Views. Hey, okay, he doesn't have a Tinder account. No, I, was just trying I don't to, think. I was trying to make some fun, no, you know. No, no, no. Hey. I'm, t- I'm doing the me. I'm doing all me for a long time. And that's okay? what you need to do. I'm in no rush for anything. For one, mentally unstable. Two, still got my dad bod. <laughs> yeah, which is sexy. <laughs> and I want to get back to my Greek 
God, not a Festus. I but want to see, be more what, like what an Aries. What did you just say? You said you're going through a tough time, and what are you doing? You're listening to vinyl. See, music is there for your happiness, your sadness, your anger, anything. Music can just kind of make you just like, ah, just think, live inside your head for a little bit, which is fucking scary. <laughs> but, hey, you got this, man. Lock the door. <laughs> get the, get lock the, the mic door. out of my face. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dale, there, you're going to flip through the old Sleety book, are you? Flip, 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 flip. And hit play. Let's give him the goods. Their new album, I really yeah. fucking like. Dude. See, this is Corn Untouchables 2002, man. This was my last favorite album from Corn. Then they really hit mainstream. Well, they've kind of always been mainstream, but that one, this one kind of broke it. And they kind of started switching their sound, experimenting, what a lot of bands do. But yeah, dude, that last Corn album that just came out last year, ooh. Dude, that's bringing back this sound. Idiosyncrasy. Yeah, God, that shit's good. Yeah, dude, no, I dig the shit out of that one. They've got a ton of good stuff on there that I like to listen to. Corn is on my list of of a band that I know the hits off the radio, obviously. Freak on a Leash, This Song, Got the Life, Shoots and Ladders I've heard on XM Radio. Blind. Yeah, oh, yeah, Blind. Um... There's a fuck ton. Oh, dude, Adidas. All day I dream about sex. It's I guess. All, yeah, well, if you would hear it, you would know that one, too. That one actually hit I've heard that acronym too. for Adidas, yeah, yeah. but I, I, don't, I, would, I don't know about the title. I'd have to hear it. But they're on my radar of a band who's, who I want to go through their whole discography. You know what I'm saying? I want to get every CD. You know I've done that with, like, Queen... Yeah, and I've done it with Led Zeppelin. Hell, you did it with Ellen John. I didn't finish. That's why yeah, I was, there was two fucking many. Rolling Stones, too much. <laughs> I did them. I did them, though. I listened to every Rolling Stone CD, and there was like fucking 37 of them. Yeah, he came out talking with a British accent. Hey, what up, Mick? <laughs> and I did Black Sabbath, too, which is really yeah. cool. And Well, this band would definitely be worth it, dude, because every album... 
has its own thing. Like the self-titled first album uh, came out in '94, was straight up to the bone new metal heaviness. Lyrically wise, was really heavy, and it's relatable in a, in a way. Uh, then, dude, Life Is Peachy came out, and that's where they started getting more popular. My favorite album is Issues. That's the third one. Good night, dude. Every song. Well, there's not a bad song from the first five Corn albums. I, I like them all. But then Take a Look in the Mirror came out after this, and that's when I, I really started fading out. That's when they did the Pink Floyd cover and Another Brick in the Wall, and I really kind of got out of them then. And then they've had a couple more albums come out that hit more mainstream, like Disturbed and shit like that. I could not get into it because it was more poppy, electronic, more I had keyboard. one that was like super fucking Shrillix type. Yeah, dude. I, that's when I was like, dude, that's not the corn that, that I like. But then when, yeah, you said, was the album called Idiocracy? Yeah, I think, or Idiosyncrasy. Idiosyncrasy. Dude, Sequency. that album is heavy. Rough, dude. It's some tight shit. And that's, mm. is that the first one where... Head came back, yeah, Brian that's the first, well. Yeah, that was the first one that he came back, I think. Yeah. Why did he leave? Or what well, what happened? He, he left because he didn't like the way the band was going with all the drugs and alcohol and and I guess not the Christian views. So yeah, that's what he did. He left the band and became a reborn Christian and uh went and did been baptized and then he did a couple I don't know if he did a couple, I know he did a solo album called Head, which is really heavy. He's a great guitar player. But and I know Jonathan Davis had his own solo record, too. Well, and he still does. He still does solo stuff. And he just goes by Jonathan Davis, uh, which is on Sumerian Records, one of my favorite labels. But it's more bluesy than anything. It's not heavy, really. Well, but I like that because, you know, you can only do so much heaviness. You have to have that softer side to you to let that different part of your mind work, which I respect. Jonathan Davis has been through some fucked up shit, hasn't he? I've heard, like, I've seen interviews. Like, I watched an interview about how he video games all the fucking time, dude. He's like, if he's not playing music and touring, he's, like, fucking playing video games. Yeah, he's a giant video gamer. I think he's got his own Twitch account. (laughs) But, yeah, he's been through some shit. Well, especially you can hear it on the first album and the song called Daddy is... It is extremely rough to listen to uh, because of the things that his dad did to him. But when you go back and watch the corn videos, like the live shows when they did the self-titled 20th anniversary a couple years ago, and he starts singing, Daddy, dude, he just break down. Because, I mean, I don't know how anybody could live through what he had to. Yeah, fuck child molesters, dude. I beat the shit out of every single one of them, man. That is not a normal thought. That is some... Sick, it fucked really up is. shit. Like, you think he said, like, Daddy fucked me, Mommy didn't care, she watched and stared, stuff like that. Like, that's just fucked up. Yeah, dude, that's it's heavy, man. Corn's always, I know they've always had, like, a heavy message. Because I remember, of course, I remember the video for Freak on a Leash. And the bullet is just traveling through everything, you know. And they're in the middle and you can see the exits and the bullet holes around them and then you just follow that bullet going through the park and the kids swinging and everything and you know i remember that music video and that song 
and I had a bunch of friends that were really into them and had posters and had the CDs and I just never got into it. I didn't need it then. Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, my Once again, thanks, Pops. Uh, he loved the album Fall of the Leader and he had it. Uh, he loved the song Got the Life. That's still, I think, today is his favorite song besides the cover of Another Brick in the Wall. But, dude, I... My sixth grade year, whenever I got out of rap and stuff, it was because of the album. I found it in my dad's case. And I got so fucking hooked on corn that, like I said, my whole sixth grade year, I had the head rubber band little hairdo that he had in the blind video. My whole room was all corn posters. Every shirt I wore was a corn t shirt. And. I, I fucking loved him because I, I could relate in some things that he would say. Well, I guess at, at the time period, I guess. But and the music jam too—that's what got me into a lot of stuff. New metal, dude. They're the gods of it. So this is new metal. Yeah, this is new metal. Well, and the, I guess you could say that too because when they first started, Jonathan Davis would do his little beatbox and stuff, and a little faster riff, a little faster rap, stuff like that. And, I like watching him perform because he always has, like, the way he grips the microphone, you know, he's got his elbows up, and he's always had that crazy fucking mic stand. And oh, the woman in the, with the silver pointy tits and shit, yeah. yeah it's all metal and uh, pointy and fucking crazy. And I want to say that yeah, actually... One that looked like a spine at one point, too. Yeah, he did, but I think that one actually came out when this album dropped, um... When I seen him the first time, he didn't have that yet. Have you seen him in concert? 2003. Where at? It was at Charlotte. Uh, it was this. It was something the underground tour. Something. It was Corn, Lincoln Park, Less Than Jake, and Snoop Dogg. And it was fucking incredible because I was like, oh my god, Snoop Dogg, whatever. He came out and he's all high, blah blah blah. I didn't care. Less than Jake I liked because I like ska music. But then Linkin Park ripped it because I was I was in love with Linkin Park at the time. But Snoop Dogg came out and sang with Korn on like two or three songs and was just headbanging, fucking going at the town. And that was a good time for music. Who is the headliner? Korn. Wow. That was their headlining tour, yeah. And in 2003, so that... Must have been the Untouchables tour, I guess, because this album came out two of them too. And so you had no cell phone, you no. had no camera. No, my dad dropped me off. You had no way of recording the night. Nothing. Posting it on the internet. It's all in my head. No sharing it to your social media pages. Nothing. You just Times, man. had to live it. And I fucking did, dude. You get in the pit. Oh, dude, I was all over, dude. I crowd surfed and everything. Yeah. First time crowd surfing. Too. I've never crowd surfed. And it was like in the middle of corn set. I've always said my first time crowd surfing will be when I go see System of a Down. That's it. I just, I don't know. Every time I just hear corn, I just get that, that childlike feeling again of my youth. And like you said, going to shows with no cell phones, no nothing, you can actually go to a show for the music and then when cell phones started getting popular it's when I would start going to little local hardcore shows 
And you would notice that more people at these shows were not even there for the music. They were there to talk to their friends and post on MySpace. And that's really what drove me out of the scene. Because you'd have a banging-ass band, and then a quarter of the people are there to, to actually listen to the music. Why would you pay to talk to your friends? You're paying to listen to the music. Times have changed, though, because now shows are crazy. So... Yeah, and I, you know, if you go and see Tool, Maynard hates that shit, and but he he will allow. He'll say you guys can pull your phone now and record this, you know, this next song if you want. You know, he, he gives you like a one shot stop of recording without losing his fucking shit. I saw Corn one time. I saw them at Carolina Rebellion. It was the second Carolina Rebellion. It's the first one that they did camping. But it was still just only all day Saturday. And they uh, they were the second headliner. It was Shine Down, then Corn. And well, for Rebellion, you know, well, every, every band you can think of. POD was, it was POD, then like the top five bands were POD, Evanescence, Corn, no, Stained. Corn, shine down. I believe. I might be wrong. I know it's definitely Evanescence and Corn because we That's sat. A good lineup though. Because they had the stages right beside each other, so we just sat up on a hill and oh, sat there. You can watch both. both. Damn. Boom, Can't boom. do that now. No, fuck no. And it was great, dude, because like Evanescence, my wife at the time was really excited to see Evanescence. And she was totally let down by it. She was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, Amy Lee don't sound that good in live, does she? She did to me. I was like, wow, you didn't like that? You were just lost in her eyes. (laughs) I thought, I was like, wow, it sounds really good. I don't know. I guess you know more of her songs than I do. I only knew like three. Sober and Wake Me Up and... I can't stand Evanescence. I I like the song Sober. It's really good. But... She was dating what's his face for a while. Was she married to Chad Kroger? No, she was <laughs> with uh, the lead singer of Seether. Really? Yeah, for a long time. They did a song together that fucking went yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're still together or not. I don't keep up with that crap. Yeah, I remember that song. But, uh, so we watched Evanescence, and then we were just, like I said, sitting on a hill on a blanket. And once Evanescence was over, we turned to the right and started, Corn was coming up next. And they blew us the fuck away, dude. We didn't know... Like I said, we, I didn't have any corn in my CD book. I never bought an album. I just knew the radio hits. and uh, Same for my wife. And, sh- dude, they were so fucking good live. And that was the first time that Head came back on stage with, with them, dude. Jonathan Davis got really emotional... He's like, guys, we have something super special for you tonight. We're having a reunion. And he welcomed Head on stage. And he came out there and played, like, the rest of the show with him. And, you know, that's, that been that's when they got back together with Head. And that was the first time that they had played with him. And it was their rebellion. Well, yeah, you got to think, the whole band is original except for the drummer. David left in 2007. But from 1990 to 2007, it's all been all original members, and now everybody's still in the band except for David. They got another drummer. His name's Ray. I don't know what band he came from, but Monkey is just 
one insane guitar player, but dude, Fieldy. Man, dude, the, slapper, play slap the bass, bass dude. Oh my god. And then he even had his own little rap thing going on for a little bit called Fieldy's Dreams, which I really got into. And I just I love the sound, man. There's something about corn, dude. It's corn. Well, and Jonathan Davis, dude, like, uh, you remember that movie called Queen of the Damned? Had a uh, Leah in it, right? Uh, yeah, 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 that's her name. I, I was about to say Ashanti, but... Nah, dude, it was a yeah, Leah. Leah. That was her last movie. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Davis actually did the whole score and wrote three or four original songs, but did the voice of Lisette, or what's his name? Uh, the Vampire... Dracula? No. Oh, the one that's singing in the band. Uh, I haven't watched the movie, so I don't know. I don't like that. What? Yeah. Oh, Our, man. You need to check it out, dude. I it's don't good. care. I do not I care. I think his name is... Okay. Who is the main vampire in every movie? Lissette. Is it Lissette? Lissette. Lissette. Like Whatever. Alright. So, he is the main vampire, blah, 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 but it's actually Jonathan Davis's voice when he sings. He sings? Yeah, he's in a band, dude, and that's how he drags all these people to, to get them away from being a vampire. Like, like, they know he's a vampire, but they don't. They think it's an act. And how what he does is he creates his band, and he brings back these fans, like, in the back room or whatever, and that's how he drinks the blood and shit. Dude, it's really good, man. It's Everyone watch and their brother has watched Queen of the Damned. You need to watch it once. Stand it. Once. And I remember when that movie was made, but Leah died before the movie came out. So everyone was, everyone flocked to that fucking movie. And I was like, man, everyone's only saying this movie is good because Aaliyah died, you know? And ironically, she died in a in plane time, crash. I didn't not really a, know who she was. I knew she was a like I knew she, I knew her music. Ever saw Romeo Must Die? Oh yeah, Jet Li. That was a good that's, one. That's Aaliyah. Yeah, that yeah. oh, I love that movie. She was yeah, also that one and the one. Well, I, she wasn't in that. No, but I'm just talking about Jet Li. Oh, uh, dude, Jet Li has thousands. Of but uh, Aaliyah was also in a movie with DMX, I believe, Cradle of the Cradle Grave. And, but uh, Romeo Must Die and Queen of the Damned was her last one that she was in and it she was done filming but died in a plane crash before the movie came out and that's why I felt like everyone was just like oh my god it's so good because she died before it came out well see I like it because of the, the just the way the whole movie was filmed I like, and I love the soundtrack it had Lincoln Park Static X that whole soundtrack is incredible. So, how ironic. That's like, just thinking about that, that's the last celebrity I could think of that the world freaked out about dying. You know, you had Selena, Aaliyah, Kobe. Well, what do you think about Left Eye, though? Do you think the world, I don't I was too young for that when she died. You know, I was how, like 18. <laughs> nah. She, she died in like 2005, 2006. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. She was on her, she was doing all her crazy. I mean, Scrubs, you know, fan mail came out in 2003. She died in 2002. I was 12. That's what I said. Same year as Elm came out. See, it's like. 2002? It's like 70 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Selena died in 97. Selena died in like 93. I 
do not know any of these songs. I can tell you, this is the last one. She, damn, she died in 2001. She died before Left Eye. Well, I knew she did. I but didn't know that. I thought, that's why I thought Left Eyes was later. I thought it was way later. Like, I thought I was in high school. Well, I wasn't. I thought I was graduating. Yeah, uh, Selena died in 95. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Oh, dude. It was a great movie. Uh, what was it? What did he say about the bumper? I'm going to hang this up. It's in my garage. <laughs> this bumper was ripped off by the bus. A Selena. <laughs> I always like Chris. He was like, yeah, you can never have enough hot sauce in your pizza. And he started dumping it. It's too hot. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Celebrity death. No, I don't think Left Eyes was anywhere near Aaliyah's, dude. Aaliyah's was everywhere, dude. And I mean, Selena's was everywhere, Aaliyah's was everywhere, and Kobe's everywhere, dude. Yeah, that one sucked. Well, I mean, well, dude, look at what happened with Chester, dude. When he died, it was like it. I mean, it was, it touched a lot of people. It was a big deal, but because it was suicide, it's not as tragic as, yeah, as you a, know. A tragedy like Yeah, like Selena's crap. fucking manager shot her. Oh. You know, from after stealing money from her. And fucking uh, Aaliyah died in a plane crash, you know. Wow. And Kobe died in a helicopter crash with his dog. There's a fucking tragedy. died in a car crash. Oh, I thought she killed herself. No, no, she died in a car crash. I think she was on the way to the studio or something like that, and she died on. The I don't know. She was on some crazy shit, so it's kind of. I don't she wore know. a condom over her eye. Come on. Not just that, but she set like her boyfriend's house on fire and shit. Hard pass on that one. Yeah, she was on some crazy shit. <laughs> and uh, but you know the fucking celebrity death tragedies. You know those those three are the ones I can think about. In my life that I've been that I've seen, you know, yeah. like Phil Hartman's was fucking tragic, Dude, but he wasn't as why. I mean, everyone knew a lot of people knew Phil Hartman, yeah. but a lot of people didn't, you know. Well, and you got to think too, like it's a difference also because you know he was a comedian actor. I mean, hello, dude. He brought his Pee Wee also, you know. He was one of the main writers for Pee Wee and Saturday Night Live and all this other stuff that he did. But then I guess I could see it because uh. The time period with Aaliyah's music, like, dude, that shit was everywhere, dude. TRL, number one, and all this stuff, and I can see it. That, and she was young, you know. She was, like, 24 or something oh like that. She was, she was really young. So was Selena. I mean, Kobe was still young, too. 41 is not that fucking old. was 13. Yeah, dude. How'd we get back on this? I don't know. It's back to corn. Tragic. Tragic. <laughs> Oh, because you brought up Queen of the Dam, that's right. Yeah. And it all revolves back to corn. That's how. Yeah, I mean, they made the album with the lead. I did. Yep. Shit right here, man. Where are they from? Bakersfield, California. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Jonathan Davis, his half-brother, his little brother, uh, he was in a band called Edema, which had, they were, it was the main song on Mortal Kombat's uh, not Annihilation, the, the, the video game, damn it. Which one? But not Annihilation. I'm trying to think of the Armageddon. name. Armageddon. Armageddon. 
Yeah, and if you play the game on the PlayStation or whatever, you got to watch the music video for Edema. It sounds a lot like Jonathan Davis. And then, uh, fun fact for all you kiddos out there. Do you know why they're named Corn? No. Somebody suggested the name Corn because I guess Bakerfield is full of cornfields and they didn't like it. But then Monkey was like, all right, well, I'm going to write it out. So he wrote it with a K. And he was like, oh, dude, I'm going to do a backwards R for Toys R Us. And, and it stuck, dude. It, and that's it. It's iconic. They kept the R backwards just because Toys R Us had yeah, their R's yeah, backwards. And, yeah, I think that's neat. I wonder if we could always write R's backwards. Oh. Because it kind of still looks just it like an look R. Like a, you can tell what it is. It doesn't look like a different letter. No. Besides, <laughs> what's the point of order anyway? Life is nothing but chaos. That's it, dude. <laughs> Controlled chaos every day. That's it, dude. We're, ah! we're ordered by the man. <laughs> you can't do this because of how somebody else is going to feel. Our band has the, its uh, first concert this Sunday. You ready? Yeah. You ready, guys? We're doing the halftime show. If you don't want to watch the Jennifer Lopez Shakira halftime show, you can watch Gene and Dale's band. Yeah, it'll be on all of the local channel 14s you know we're gonna be playing for newland high school <laughs> we'll be out there not in the gym because they won't let us in the school now but the janitor's closet <laughs> not even on the property because uh, we're not allowed on school properties anymore well at least we'll, i want to eat we'll be out by the road uh with our uh, our band uh we're called el commodian and the unflushable yeah we'll be playing on the corner of filth and elm <laughs> Come drop a dime in her hat. Please. I'm Gene. Dale. You've been listening to Two Guys in a Car with a CD book. Uh, hit us up on the socials at Unhinged Pierce. Let me know your comments, questions, corrections, or concerns. Wolf X Biker on Instagram. Hit me up. We'll be back sometime. That's a mystery. Maybe we won't. Uh, maybe. Life's short. You never know what could happen, really. I mean, taking it. <laughs> He's uh, the big one. <laughs> I'm coming in on you, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Damn. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. Peace. Later.